people. Back to the podcast, episode 59. We are back, and we better than other people. We are back, back, back. We've been through so much, um, but we back. Episode 59, we are back in the building. Um, back to the podcast.com. You can find us there. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Breaker. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on YouTube. Radio Public, too. You can find us on all those platforms. Next time, you should do it because you'll be remembering. <laughs> you can find us on all those platforms, smiling in y'all faces, talking shit. Coming to y'all every week doing what we do. So check us out on those platforms, please. It's Facebook. it's Facebook too. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. Talk amongst your friends. Talk amongst us. We love the engagement. So get to one of them platforms and uh, chop it up. Uh, it's your boy International Walt in the building. Hi, it's your girl Tosh. <laughs> the co-host is with the mostest. But tonight my mostest is Ty. Tied. But I'm still here. I'm still like Celia in the color purple. I'm tired. I'm tired. Just tired. But it's, I'm still here. I show up. You good? I'm good. You sure? You good? Yeah. How, well, you know. How are you? Pooped. Um, how are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. No! <laughs> how are you? I don't like you. You're, you're such a bad actor. Would you ever audition for like a part in a like real? I'm too real. They don't want me. Okay, well, I don't know what that means. I'm too real. So for you, you're too real to play a different part. Yeah, I'm too oh, real. Okay. It's like hell yeah, I would audition. Kind I don't know if you could be a good actor because you are always yourself, which is a good thing. I can't. I was see joking you. when I just said that. Though. But it's true. I can't see you playing a different part. Like it's weird. Like I can't see you. I could play a mic. But but, but mic. would you play a mic who's like Walt, or would you be able to play a mic that's like a? I could play a mic like a mic lottery. <laughs> I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. You ask how am I? Uh, I will say, today I'm a nine. I'm a nine. Nueve. Yeah. <coughs> if, if we include, if we included body in our, you know, um, our evaluation, <coughs> my my body might be at like I won't say it two, probably like a five, because my, you know, at at forty plus, your feet hurt, your back hurt, your legs hurt, your eyes hurt, your I don't want to say your jaws hurt, like jaws. I was going to say, yeah. Same kind of. Yeah. That's why I paused. A little sexual. I'm there. just saying, you start to get older and you hurt. But anyway, body's not included. Mentally, I'm a nine. Um, okay. Doing great. You know, things are happening for us. I'll let him share the news. Um, but things are happening for us. And I just feel really blessed. Sometimes you feel so blessed and so good. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's imposter syndrome where you feel like, damn, why me, God? But you're still grateful. I had it for the past two weeks, like yeah. heavy. Yeah, so that that's part of it. But overall, I feel good mentally or not. Work is... I'm back to ask you, how was work your first day back? Like, was it chaotic? Was it hectic? <sighs> was it 6,812 emails or was it... 
It was. No, it, it it was it was a it was a lot. It was over three thousand. And guess what? I'm not trying to like things that haven't been answered just haven't been answered. There was one thing that came to me like, you know, I went back to work Tuesday and people somebody like sent me something and asked if I had like, hey, did you send me this email for the report next week? I don't know if I missed it. I I just came back, so nope, I didn't send it. You didn't miss it. The person who was following up, you know, who was handling my job, hopefully they did it. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't too much of that. People did try to inundate me with some meetings, and I was like, I did one of your numbers. Like, ho, 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 let's break this up a little bit. Um, but, you know, overall, it was not a bad day. I realized that, you know, work is work. I thought I was going to feel some real vigor and enthusiasm to get back to it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm grateful to have a job to go back to. Um, I am still looking forward to the day where God allows me to work for you full time. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I am, it's coming. I feel like that is God's plan for me. Okay. God's plan. And I ain't knocking nobody with a nine to five. A nine to five then took care of us very well. It's hard working. You, well, you couldn't work for me. You I probably you be my assistant? Nope. Cause nope. nope. You know I, why I you couldn't be my assistant? Because you can't do what you ask for when you ask to do it. You do it when you want to. No, you're a micromanager. No, I'm a macro manager. If I know I got a good ask, ask my guys at work. Ask Danny, am I a macro? Am I a micromanager? He says nope. As long as you get it done, he don't care. Well, with me, he, it's he like bother. you have to tell you tell me you ask me to do something, and then you remind me, and then you you're tell forgetful. Me. I asked you to do something, you just skip that gap. Like, why would I have to have to remind you or tell you again? Because you let time go. Babe, can you do this? Sure, I'll do it. I'll take care of it. And then you do a million other things, and then a day or two go by. It's, babe, did you take care of that thing? Oh, shit, yeah, right, babe, I'll do it. Sometimes, but sometimes it's on my list. And then you didn't say, you know, babe, can you do this by Friday? In my mind, I might have had it on my list to do Saturday. It's no list. When you there say, is a list. No, it's not. When you say, bait, Jay, can you do something? Walt, can you do something? I, 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 I try to fit it in immediately. I do it when you ask me to. That's the whole problem. When I ask you to do something, why can't you do it when I ask you to? Like, bait, can you post this? Or, bait, can you, can, can you do this for me? Sure. I'll do it right now. What if I'm doing something else? Then stop it and do it right now because oh, wow. this is more important. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So stop what you're doing. Take five so minutes. So everything that you ask me to do is more important than whatever it is I'm doing? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you come to me and ask me to do something, I usually stop, get up, or come downstairs, or come where you need me to be and do it. So I'm just saying if I ask to do something, it only takes you five minutes. It's not like what I'm asking you is going to take you an hour. I feel like from a work Especially aspect, when it comes to this. I feel like from a work aspect... And I use this mentality, and I tell people this all the time. You ask me to do something, and I'm not talking about you specifically, I'm just speaking, you know, and y'all give y'all feedback and what your perspective is. You ask me to do something, and so if you give me five things to do, something has to be prioritized. Everything can't take priority because then guess what? The list just ends up in the order that How it's about started. you just do it simple? Like to me, it's simple in my brain. If somebody gives me five things to do or tells me five things to do, I'm going to do them in the order that they ask. 
Okay, which makes sense. But sometimes they'll be like, did you do this? Yes. Well, did you do this? No, because I was doing this. I can't do them both at the same yeah, time. That's not me. That's not me. I simply ask for something, and then I would like for it to be done well, in a timely manner, which preferably within the hour that I asked you. Like, I understand if you on a toilet or on a phone call or something like that, or you busy doing some personal shit for you. But if it's like, babe, I need you to do this. It's like, all right, in the next 15 minutes, babe, what was that thing I need you to that, that you needed me to do? Because I want to knock it out so you don't have to remind me so that I don't forget. Because I know how my brain gets. And well, it, it can be tomorrow, this. and I could have just slipped my mind. I'll say this. When positions become available for your company, <laughs> give me the opportunity to interview and then at least give me the chance. Don't just count me out. That's put all I'm saying. In. I'll put an application. Go to the in. website, put an application in. Do I get any uh, preferential treatment? No nepotism? No. What do you mean? You can't say that kind of stuff on camera. Nepotism? Yeah, no no preferential treatment. Nepotism is nepotism. Preferential treatment, that's damn near lawless. Okay, I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, is it something I can do to get the job, to guarantee that I get the job? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. You're goddamn right, it's something you can do. That's all the way, right. that's what's wrong with the world now, the way the men's work in the workplace. That's a shame. You're goddamn right, it's something you can do. I do not condone doing extra Since favors. Since you asked, I don't go me to me. She asked me. I do not condone doing extra favors and I've never offered anything extra She just offered her job. boss, <laughs> a work boss, some extra something curricular activity. Um, it's like, you'll do something strange with some change. All right, so uh, mentally, I'm a nine. Work, I'm like a seven. Work, I'm an eight. I'll, I'll say that because I ain't, I'm not at a seven yet. They can take me there, but I'm not going to let them. Work, Finances. I'm an eight. Finances, I'm an eight. <coughs> you know, God has been good to us. God has blessed us. And one thing I feel strongly about, and it, it's kind of dual. Um, there's some duality to it in my mind because I feel like to whom much is given, much is required. And not to say that you should do um, do good deeds or bless people with the mindset that, oh, I'm going to do this because I know I'll get blessed. But you should, but but it is part of it where you know this is how this is what I'm supposed to do so that I will continue to be blessed. And it may not always be a tick for tack exchange, like oh I bless this person tomorrow I'm gonna get a blessing. No, no, no. But in blessings show up in different ways. But I I strongly believe that we are not blessed with anything, um, simply for ourselves. Any no. blessings that we receive, you're supposed to pay it forward. Exactly. So that's the the the. I, the ideology and blessings like pay it forward. If somebody yeah. do something nice for you, do something nice for somebody else. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's supposed not. to fall on your heart, whether a person gets a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of um, whatever that they can give to somebody else. If it falls on your heart to do it, then you should do it. Yeah. How are you? I am. No, no, no. How are you? That's a good one. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm 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 delightful. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, delightful. I'm I great. like that. Let me write I that. I have been um stressed to You didn't wait, you didn't write my numbers down. I did. Oh, okay. oh no, I didn't. I wrote I wrote mine down. What you got? I said well what's the, you you tell me the order because you know it'll Mental. Mental, I'm a nine. Mm. Work. Eight. Finance. Nine. 
Okay. Nine. I'm nines across the board. Mm, so I'm good. a nine on mental. Um, lately, I've been stressed to the gills. You know, we've been um, maxed out, fatigued a little bit. Um, but shit has gotten better. Um, work, I am nine too. You're waving. Um, I got good people. They're handling business for me. I handle a couple phone calls here and there, but I'm good there. Mm -hmm. Finances, like you said, God has blessed us. Um, so we're good there. Um, wows and woes. <laughs> no, I'll let you start. What are your wows and woes for this week? My wows are, I can start with wows and woes. I would say, start with your woes and end up on a good note. All right, my woes is... I and my wife just spent the last nine days living in the hotel. That's the woe. Mm -hmm. We was without an address, <laughs> no home, lost in the streets, <laughs> and we just had... You gassing it. You gassing it. <laughs> it's like, no. Nah. We was lost without a home. No, we weren't lost. We, we didn't have an address. We didn't have an address, and we was in the hotel. We um, limbo. Residential limbo. In a little mini suite. Uh, for nine days out of a couple duffel bags because we sold our house and and what's your wow my wow is that we i bought a house ah we sitting in it now <laughs> <laughs> and when i say that i don't need any accolades from anybody else but her but me being a fugitive two years ago me um Shortly after that, having seven pieces of ID in my name, having a passport, being able to fly and go places and take trips that I never took before to a year later to me buying a house. Um, God is good. He is great. He is the reason why um, these things happen. And you know, I've never been, um, this isn't a God show, this isn't a Christian show, but I've always promised him in my head when good things like this happen for me, and people want to know how I got there and how I did it, that I would say his name. So it's all because of God. And like I said, I'm not looking for no accolades from nobody else, but it means something to me. And I want to come to the table and speak about that. So this situation means something to me, the fact that um, my wife used to carry us in the beginning of our relationship with her name and the things that she used to do for us. And she no longer has to do that no more. So... It's a, it's a blessing to us. It means a lot to me. It's taken a lot for me not to be emotional now. Um, but yeah, we bought a house and I was able to sign my name. So that was big for me. And we in it now. We, we got boxes everywhere. We just moved in this week. And um, shit is great. Shit is great. We got a dope house. House that I love since I saw it. And um yeah, I, I'm 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 flabbergasted. Um, <laughs> speak on it. Um, so my woe for this week, it wasn't so much just being in a hotel. You know, I was down for six weeks, and um, my baby, you know, he helped me down. He he took care of me during that six weeks. We were going through like this house buying, house selling and buying process. The ball got rolling immediately after my surgery, mm -hmm. and he was. Not literally carrying me out the house, but just about like slow walking me out the house times that we had to leave and go on showings. You know, I couldn't be up for a long time and, you know, we had to kind of 
just pace ourselves for my sake. And, um, well, I say all that to say that six weeks, you know, we were good. You know, when we was at the hotel for the last nine days. And we had a bad, <coughs> um, we, we did good for that six weeks. Like, we really got along and everything. And then during our um, stay at the hotel, you know, we had a bad blow up. And um, I, I I don't even know. I'm happy, you know, we hadn't been to therapy in a few weeks. So I'm looking forward to having a session. Not to say that necessarily will come up. It may or may not. But um, I, I, I would be... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm stuttering because a lot of thoughts are going through my well, head. Well, you need to get it out. Long story short, we had a bad blow up. And that was the woe for me because, you know, I just don't like when it's tension between us. And I was disrespectful and, you know, just in a moment of anger. And I don't like to, I don't like to be that way with anybody, but more than anybody in the world with my husband. So, you know, but, you know, we're better now. But that was just the woe of the week. Yeah, long story short. Wow. My wow is we bought a house. <laughs> and and not just that, like it's so exciting. The it is just so exciting. And I find as I get older, this happened with our wedding, like as much as a control I don't want to say control freak, control freak, a controlling person that I am, in moments of like a big thing. My brain kind of gets into like a freeze mode. Yeah. I realize your I, fight or flight response kicks in, and you. But I freeze. Yeah. I don't fight or flight. I freeze. It's like I need a moment when it's too much going on. It's almost like I. It's like don't rush me. But you I got a glitch in the matrix then. Yeah, it's, like you power down. <laughs> yeah, like I realized that about like the iPhone. You go on low power mode. It is. You so, get yellow. Yeah. And during this process, I realized like a couple, like I was excited, even though it, it may not have shown all the time because it was just so much going on and my brain was so crowded. But the most exciting part for me was to piggyback on what he's saying. I remember when we bought our, when we bought our first house almost 14 years ago, like you said, financially, we have always done it together. But in terms of name, credit, legality i had to hold this down so i had to make sure that you know my credit was good and my finances was good to be able to substantiate the life that we wanted because no matter how much money he had and he was contributing on signing the papers he wasn't included it was just me so now here we are almost 14 years later selling our first house you know, buying a new home and being able to sit at that table and me sign, he sign, me sign, he sign, like back and forth. It, it, it felt so good because I remember the first time and like, I, I remember like the realtor saying like, and like calling you by a different name and like, oh, you know, you sure you don't want to get in on this process? And me feeling so defensive, like, no, like we good. We don't, like, it is what it is. We doing this. Like, no, stop asking him. He's not, you know, we're, we're not doing the mortgage together. It's just on me. Stop asking him. <laughs> because one, we knew that he couldn't. And two, I know that can hurt my baby's feelings what at that did, time. Yeah, what yeah. you did, it made me feel like I wasn't a part of the process or, um, you know, like I, you never made me feel like anything wasn't mine. Um, but just feeling like I wasn't a part of the process. Like you've always been inclusive in that way, probably because of my situation and because we love each other. 
And not only that, because it was. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, on I'm paper. I'm not saying, like, you, you was doing me a favor. I'm right. not saying it like that. I'm just saying you always been inclusive like that. But me as a man, I'm supposed to take care of you. And I'm supposed to make sure you got a place to stay. And it was like, I felt like you was making sure I had a place to stay and keeping me safe. So I didn't feel like a part of that whole process um, 14 years ago. And now being able to identify myself and say my name and give my name and run my credit and run my social security number is like, it just makes me smile like I'm five years old. Because <laughs> it's like I'm doing things that, you know, I never did before that I used to just watch other people do and, and think to myself, damn, when or if I'm going to get a chance to do that? Or am I going to be able to buy my wife a house? Am I going to be able to buy her a car? Or, you know, shit like that because you bought us so many cars. You bought us a house. So it felt great and I was honored to return the favor. I appreciate it. it yeah, and the process, like we didn't... Like the, the the selling process, yeah, we bought a house before, but well, she bought a house before, but it's like we didn't ever sell a house, and then we was like, okay, so she got out of surgery, she's down, can't really move, but we put our house up for sale, and we think it's going to be, you know, some time, week two, maybe she'll get some chance to rest, get herself together. It was like, bam, we put our house up, and we got. 13 showings and we got to get out our house but 13 showings within like three yeah days. and we got to get out like three four a day at different times starting at like one to like six in the evening one day and it, like he said you're not supposed to it, for, this is just for anybody who hasn't been through the process of selling the house when your house is being shown um it's got to be a certain way. Yeah. So we had to go through and clean and, and not that take down wrong, but pictures. It's kind of like staging, right? Yeah, until you, you got to take down all your pictures in your house, anything that reminds a person. Now, some, you're supposed to do this. We've seen houses where well, it, yeah, it, it just wasn't. Now, we could keep our clothes and shit in the closet, but any pictures or personal shit, anything worth anything, your valuables, you got to put up. So we kind of had to store shit in our house and hide mm -hmm. shit and talk shit under Make it look hair. like yeah. we live here but we don't really live here but i was about to say you're not supposed to be there when people come to see it so we would leave go to the store maybe go get something to eat or well, mind you she's shouldn't even be outside she shouldn't even be moving like that yeah some days one day we just drove down the street and said it was a playground on our old block we just sat at the playground just like let these people go in and like, let's wait for them to leave yep. because we was tired of driving around. I wanted to get back in the house. I think that was like the second week after my surgery. So mm -hmm. we've been through a lot. Yep. Like, and I'm happy that I, you know, I healed. There was no problems. I had another small procedure after that, but everything was all good. And it, it was, and I know on him mentally worrying about me, taking care of me, but us still going through this process, like... Which I'm going through for the... Which I was going through for the first time, so my stress level is here because mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect. People are asking me for stuff and talking to people on the phone and got to tend to her and I'm doing laundry, I'm going to the market, like... It just was a lot. And then we, we but stopped. But we don't go going. to the market no more. <laughs> oh, my God. She's going to get to that. 
Um, then we stopped going to therapy. So our therapists out there, shouts out to you. We miss you. We can't wait to see you and talk to you. But we kind of just bunkered down to do our own thing, handle our life business. Um, you know, that's just how we move. And we didn't want to tell people. We didn't want, you know, people to be in our business. We just wanted to do our thing and, 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 and move a certain way and let y'all know when it was over with. Sometimes so, we couldn't do therapy because we couldn't be in our house. And it yeah, was like, and we had showings on Saturday morning um, starting at like 10. And, oh, you know, God. so it was like we can't do therapy because... You know, we. I mean, I guess we could have. We could in have a done car, it from the car or something, but yeah. Again, yeah, we. You know, our therapist would have been like, "What the hell, y'all doing? What's yeah. going on with y'all?" Yeah. But um, yeah, we just. That's just the way we move, and um, you know, we handled our life business, and it's it was great. But the 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 process was was just like we didn't know that our house would sell as fast. So we thought we was going to sell, put our house up for sale. And be able to look for a house and kind of line the dates up for closing around the same time. But didn't happen like that. House went up for sale. 13 showings. Offer comes Was it through. only 13? I felt like it no, was, it was like, like 16 something. Oh, it was like, probably like 16. Got an offer. Like the offer. House sold. And it's like, damn, we got to get out. Like we gotta move. This ain't it. Ain't us no more. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to start that process while she still was mending and healing and can't lift ten pounds. And I'm bringing home boxes and um, not necessarily being deceitful, but being us together, being elusive amongst our families mm -hmm. and friends and things like that. Um, you know, just trying to keep it tight to uh, you know see the process through. Um, but it was. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was a lot. One thing I will say, I'm so happy that we utilized our resources. Like, we've moved. Be this is our fifth address together. You sure? Yeah. This is our fifth address together. I don't know if it's our final, but it, 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 we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> we might have one more in us. That'll be like... It'll be West Coast. Coast. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be changing coast if we uh, move again. But that's some... You know, if that, if that's in God's plans. Um, But, um, yeah, so... I would say we... So, we've moved in the past. And I will tell y'all, when... Like he said, when you see ride or die in the dictionary... You'll see my face because we have always held it down together. I'm talking about moving furniture, moving stoves, washers, dryers, sofas, refrigerators. I will say in. in the past, once or twice, <coughs> we had two, one or two people help like with one or two items. That was like a whole move, but it has always been us packing, Floor moving. Tiles. <sighs> And and oh my! You remember I carried sixteen boxes of floor tiles for you, sixteen boxes of what? Are they twelve by twelve, mm -hmm. twelve by twelve floor tiles. So if y'all know a little bit about construction, even a little bit, y'all know I put in some work. But I will say, we've been in this twenty one years almost. Um, we are twenty one years older. We don't got that in us anymore. Nope. And I thank God that we have the resources, meaning financially, and this ain't about, you know, bragging about no money or anything, but I'm grateful that we have the resources so that we can hire people. So, yeah, we packed up. You can hire people to pack. You know that? Yeah. I don't we know if I know. feel comfortable with that. Like, I don't need you packing my panties. 
you know, but we, so we, we packed our own stuff, but we did hire movers. That was, I, I just can't even imagine doing the amount of work that they did. And it's a costly process, mm -hmm. but the, the convenience far outweighs the money. And I will say, we, you know, we got a couple quotes and there were some quotes that were, you know, I'll say if our quote was here, there were some quotes that was here and it was like, wow, that's but crazy. But when you think about it, the, the work the, they put in. Yeah. And like, you gotta be like family to ask somebody to move. Yeah. Like, you gotta talk to somebody every fucking day, hang out. Like, do shit together to be like, yo, can you help me move? Like, you can't. That's a whole person's day. You can, they can fuck their back up, their ankle, like, cut their hand. Like, it's a ton of shit happen when you're moving. And the accumulation of oh 13 God. years in one house. Not that we were hoarders, not by a long shot, but... Man, oh man, just over even 13 pictures. years, yes. like, we, you just accumulate crazy shit, like, just shit everywhere. You like, realize, like, we have a life yeah. together. And then when you gotta, like, get all of it together to get out, and it's like, damn, like, this is never gonna stop. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just stuff after stuff after stuff, and it it does make you, I did have that moment for a second. We like we got because we had to do a lot of things to our house. Like um, there's some stuff you got to bring up the code with, you know, GFI outlets in certain places and things like that. And um, we had to do a little bit of work. So like there's there's stuff to be done. I lost my point. What was I talking about before that? Um, about accumulation of things over years and living a life together. You realize you know we weren't hoarders, but. ですし、ですらメイン、20年ぐらい前、ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー。ルーズメモリー
somebody wants it. Like, <laughs> they want our baby. Um, but it, and then what, what for me, when the house was empty, going room to room, I'm not saying this like in no, any kind of dark way, but like, you know, when people say like at the end of your life, you see like a flash. So it's not the end of our life, of course, but I was just thinking about so many things that things. happened in the room. Like in the office, you remember when my bird Lupe used to come visit me um, and, and, you know, be tapping on the window. And I thought about when you put the tents together for the kids and the, them sleeping over, how much the they love that. In the hallway. <laughs> she chased a bat down in the hallway. We got a bat come from the attic in the old house. The most and traumatic. I leave from work and I'm going to work in Princeton from where we used to live. So Which that's is like, like 45, 50 minutes away. I'm pulling in the parking lot. Just got to Princeton. She calls crying on the phone. It's a bat in the house. Well, no, house. let me pause. Six months prior to oh, that. Oh, Jesus Christ with the bat. I had told him one day during the day, the bat flew through the house. And I was in the dining room and I freaked out, almost jumped out the window because I was stuck in the dining room. I'm on the phone with my sister. He comes home with his former co-worker, look all over. They don't find a bat. They think I'm crazy. And now, six months, go ahead. The bat was in the house, hanging up on the door trim. In the After hallway. it flew over me while I was sleeping. So she FaceTimed me and was like, can you get the bat? I'm like, babe, I'm an hour away. Like, I just got here. I can't turn around and come get a bat. Like, he might not be there when I get there. And scared as she was, she, she cried and she buckled down, but she got this quilt, this sheet, and I told her to hold it up on FaceTime and run down there and grab it. And she said no like 75 times. And then on the 76th time, she was like, all right, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And tears dried up. My eyes got big. I like went yeah, temporarily like, crazy. Her teeth was in it then. She was like, this bat getting out of here. I will tell you And she this. ran down the hallway on her tippy toes and grabbed this bat in a sheet, wrapped it up, and was like, I got the bat. I got the bat. Let me I got tell the <laughs> One of my biggest fears, like I, I don't, let me, I like dogs. You know, I like to go to the zoo, that kind of stuff. I don't like, I, I don't like animals. Like I just feel Burning. like, yeah, but even other animals, because I just feel like you never know. Like I'm not going to be the person that goes to Malaysia and be in a cage and pet the tiger. Nope. Never me. I just feel like you never know. Oh. You had a big ass twelve foot python on you before that I told you never again do. I was twenty years you. old. You has you also we went to the the um wine tasting years ago and we don't drink but we went to a wine tasting. Oh, and it I wanted fun. to get in there with and the you wolf. wanted to get in a cage with a wolf. Well, okay, now at forty, <laughs> how old am I? Forty one. At forty one, that's no, my mind doesn't work like that anymore. So when it comes to animals, I just feel like you never know what you may remind them of or something that may tick them off. That's why I don't like anybody's dogs either. Like, no shade to dog lovers. You know, I have a couple friends, um, Crystal and Misty, they have like pit bulls and stuff. I'm never like going to be around your dog. Sorry, you know, if, you know, if I'm at your house or something, I'm just, I just can't do that. My physically, I can't do that. I wouldn't be comfortable. So I think <laughs> I have to say my biggest fear though is mice, mice, rats, 
I, I just can't like physically I get sick like I, I just can't do it and a bat just reminds me of that kind of animal bats squirrels might they all the same kind of animal to me when I went and grabbed this bat it was so warm like a real live animal <laughs> almost like you don't want to squeeze it too hard because you realize oh my god it's so warm it's alive but then it's like oh my god i hate you because you're in my house and i want to kill you like i didn't kill it i didn't like beat it to death or anything like that like he said wrapped it up in a sheet real tight like it could not get out this sheet took it in the backyard and i laid a shovel over it. like i you won't do what you do with it but you ain't getting out of this but i didn't have it in me to like beat it with the shovel or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I couldn't bring myself to do that. You're not a killer. No, I'm definitely not a killer, but I don't like Well, the how animals. did we get to that conversation with the bat? We were just talking about memories in oh, the house. Yeah, 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 just memories in the house. But like, we had a lot of memories and we got really emotional. Um, two days we was there and when it was like empty, empty and we were like cleaning, mopping floors. It was like, wow, like mm -hmm. we lived here 13 years. Like we got so many memories of every room yeah like when we had the living room switched mm -hmm. when we first moved the there. paint colors yeah like Sorry. when we first moved there the living room was where we had it but yeah. it was different the tv was on a different mm -hmm. wall and the paint colors the steps yeah. that i did the chevron stuff the, mm -hmm. the woman who bought the house really really liked it so have you seen me post pictures on instagram on our steps you'll notice the artwork that goes up the steps Initially, he and our realtor thought that it should be painted because they were like, uh, you know, some people might not like it. I'm like, no, I absolutely don't think you should paint this because my thing is, if somebody doesn't like it, then you can paint it. But if you paint it, that could, I mean, that could just lose that oomph. And in this case, the, that was the one thing the buyer, she said, can you please ask them not to touch the steps? So shout out to yeah. you. Those steps paid off. Um, but yeah, just the, the cookouts that we had, the Easter egg hunts with the kids running around. You remember we had the water slide. Yeah, the our yard, like we had, then we had, you know, we had a dog there, Buck, who passed and we buried him in the yard. Mm -hmm. um, so we had memories of him. Um, I had just built a sleeper deck there that we barely used, I but know. still, you know, it was that like, was nice. damn, yeah. But we we had some. Remember, we had the big big cookout in the yard. Yeah, everybody was there at like three in the morning. Oh my god! Fuck the yard. Up yeah, <laughs> pretzel sticks and somebody knocked over candles that was in the concrete. It was, it was shit everywhere. everywhere. But you remember you you had got the um, firecrackers for the kids. Yeah. They loved that. Yeah. They were sitting in my truck in the back of the bed while I was popping them. Y'all had, you and the kids had a snowball fight. Remember yeah. they chased you down the street Mason. with the snowball? Yeah. yeah. So we had some really, really great times. I'm happy that, you know, we yeah. got to move on our own terms. We like, had a plethora of neighbors. Yeah, our neighbors our changed. Neighbors on the left, like, rotated. Yeah. Our neighbors on the right stayed the same. Cross the street stayed the same. But the ones on the right, I mean, on the left, always, they rotated. Three years, three different families in 13 mm -hmm. years. And the homeowners, like, you know, it wasn't people renting, people buying the house. It was crazy. But, um, you know, I'm happy that we, we moved on our own terms. It wasn't like 
It wasn't a, a financial decision where like we had to get out of our house or anything like that. We had been talking about it for a while off and on. Mm -hmm. We had cons we really talked about moving to the West Coast. I think when we visited LA, if y'all saw episode 42 with LA Nights? I don't know. 45. Maybe. Okay. Well, um, you know, in doing when we went to LA, I think that kind of like ugh, made us a little hesitant because we realized we have to do some research because it's the housing. I don't want to say LA. Somebody asked me, was LA expensive in terms of just shopping and going? I was like, you know, I didn't find it to be expensive in terms of dinner and stuff like that, but housing in LA. So, you know, we talked about it then. That was October. We had talked about it in the past, but right before, right after Christmas, we talked about it and it was just like, okay, let's pull the trigger. But we didn't realize pulling that trigger was like, boop, 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 boop. like everything started happening. And especially when she got out of surgery, that's when it was like, yeah, okay, what do we do now? Like, I'm telling you, real like, she got <laughs> surgery tomorrow, she ain't gonna be able to move. He's like, yeah, but we got people coming through. It's like, yeah, they came to take the pictures. Yeah, it's like, damn, like, mm. this I don't is even crazy. know what that man looked like. Cause yeah, I, yeah, it was a His lot. His name was Steve. He used to be a state trooper. That's all I remember. It was not going. Do wanna? I, I am happy that through this process, we were able to work with, um, you know, some awesome black people. Our realtor, uh, you know, Jersey uh, Joe. Yes, Jersey yes. Joe. The process was awesome. <coughs> um, we also worked with um, a black um, uh, insurance agent that you know he recommended, and things worked out great. And I was just happy that you know we got a chance. Both of them being fairly new in their careers, that we um, trusted the trusted them with the process. You know, we learned a lot. They learned a lot. And um, it all worked out in our favor. And I, that, that made me happy. I really dug our realtor. I mean, we, we was kind of like chatting on the group chat a lot. And I, I was telling them, look, like, dude, we like in the street now. Like, mm -hmm. you got to find us a house. And we looked at lots of houses. And then that, because we, our house sold so fast, it put us in a, not a bind, but kind of a like, okay, how long do you want to be out? of yeah. a house because you know we you we of course we got a buffer like she said we got resources to be like okay we can stay at a hotel week two but nobody wants to sell a house and then close a month later or two months later so it's like then you just in limbo for months yeah and it was just joe was the man he was he was he was the man he he learned he met his life coach yeah he you know he, if he and, didn't know something he, he jumped on the phone right in front of you yeah. and was like let me turned ask my coach. Back, yeah, talked to his coach and turned around. and was like, yo, my coach said this. Like, he just, he was on it. And he did and a I'm hell of a job. And I'm all for a person. If you don't know something, I'm, I I so respect people that say, I don't know, but I'll find out. Don't give a, he didn't try to feed us no BS. You know, we were at, we were, it was certain terminology. We would see like, hey, what does this mean? And he'd be like, I don't know. I'm going to ask my coach, so and yeah. I'll let you know. And I appreciated that because, again, he was learning through the process. At the beginning, there were some things that we were doing or companies that we had used that he wasn't familiar with. So, rightfully so, he suggested, like, hey, you know, I never worked with them. You know, do you want to work with these people? And we were like, no, we're going to work with the people that we started with. This will be a, an opportunity for you to learn because not everyone will work with all of the people that you're used to. So become familiar with, we didn't sit, tell him how to do his job, but we just thought 
this is a good we're opportunity not for everybody to learn. Yeah. So these are the people we're going to use. Yeah. And it turned out in the end that the people he was, happy. was great. Yeah. And he was so streamlined and great. And his, our contact was good with him and kept him informed. So it was awesome. But Jersey Joe is the man. Um, can't speak highly of him enough. Um, just just how he carried himself and like not knowing stuff, but I'm going to find out about mm -hmm. it and then get back to you. And he kept us super informed, like the way he handles his business with his group chats, um, keeps all the families informed of what's going on. Yeah, um, he was very professional, but shit. very yeah. personable. Exactly, exactly. And funny, you know, he and was, he, he was yeah. funny too. And I, so there's certain professions. He was great to work with, like just that he was a person that you would want to work with. Yeah. Like not a stuck up person. He didn't get... And, as, you know, we would call him and be like, yo, we want to see three, four houses today. And he was patient. Yeah. No matter. It, and it did. It seemed like, you know, we was bothering him or, you know, yeah. damn, like, whatever he was doing, he had to stop and be right. like, yo, I got to take these people. And we had him go houses. up and on the highway because we were, you know, we were looking at houses in different counties that were a distance away. So we, look, we, we originally lived in one county. We were looking in a different county that was further north from our house. And then he started thinking, well, maybe, you know, a different area. So we started looking at a place that was further south. So going from north to south, and then we said, no, we're going to go back this way. No, we wasn't sure how things was going to work out. We considered going back the other way again. Mm -hmm. So he was very patient. And, you know, there's certain professions like um, car salesmen or lawyers where people can kind of give you that impression that they just, um, they being that, salesy person kind you know but he he wasn't like that at all like you said he was patient he wasn't trying to run and he even told us in some situations like the fact that we didn't know how to approach the market mm -hmm. because we didn't know what the market was yeah. so we thought we was you know okay and offering what we was offering yeah. and he let us yeah he was like yo okay this is what you That's want, what want and yeah. then when it came back and we didn't didn't pan out he was like, okay, that's enough for y'all to be like, get serious about yeah. this. Like, and he he slow walked us yep. into realizing like, basically we had to step up our game, but yep. we didn't know. Like in this market, I don't you know for those who may follow real estate, um, you know you may already know this. We didn't, but I think everybody for the most part knows real estate. You know, ebbs and flows. So right now is what's considered a seller's market because the inventory is low. So you have a lot of people looking to buy houses, not a lot of houses, like supply and demand. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, it can you it can be profitable for sellers to sell their home because you have so many buyers. So you kind of start a bidding war of people wanting your house. Well, we didn't know. It just so happened that our timing proved to be perfect but we didn't go into this saying, hey, we've been watching the market. It's a seller's market. We were clueless yeah. about any of that. So it kind of worked. The first house that we saw, we loved. We just loved it. And we didn't get it. Like this house had got like over 20 offers. We didn't get it. And we realized why in the end. But I feel like everything happens for, for a reason. reason. And I'm completely happy. I will say this. And all transparency. Initially, I liked our house. Um, I, I loved our house from this that, when the baby's yes, we saw it. I liked our house. Um, the, and it's so funny. I love the outside. 
which okay you don't, you don't live on the outside <laughs> i love the outside the inside i liked it i didn't love it but i liked it um but i think in my mind it was always that what if what if what if and then i had to tell myself girl you could look at houses forever and you can see one you love and then be like well what if tomorrow another one comes on the market that you love or what if next week at and some again, point you gotta stop something it's 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 a wrap. <laughs> yeah, at some point you have to stop and be like, okay, I can't do this forever because there always may be something else. But if you like, so then, you know, I liked it, and then once we came back to visit a couple times and just seeing it and putting your own touch on it in the space and just thinking about the memories that you'll make in a new home, um, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I love it. Sleeping here that first night, <sighs> I, I, it, it made it. I don't know. It was one. It was both things. One, sleeping in our new home. Mm -hmm. Two, sleeping on our mattress yes. again because the hotel we were at was great. I I didn't have any. I was not uncomfortable in any but it's way. A hotel. Yeah, except for the fact that yeah. it's a hotel. And just to think, we had a little suite, so we had a little room. Thank and God. Another bathroom, but that even got tight after yeah. nine days. It's like I couldn't imagine if we just would have got a room. We would have been no. at each other's throats. Yeah, we couldn't. Like coming home from work, it was weird leaving a hotel at four o'clock in the morning to go to work. Like, yeah, the fuck is going on? Here? I don't like just even or making... coming home. It's like I got sit on the bed. Like, That's I was about to say even vacations like i don't like just being in a hotel where it's just a room no matter what the situation is i need to have space because i feel like the bed this is where we sleep and sometimes you just may want to chill in a hotel so if we ain't sleep i don't want to have the bed as the only option of a place to be so i need some kind of like living room quarters no matter what the situation so it worked out perfect yeah. but i say that to say the hotel accommodations were great um the food was good the staff was you know very you know we didn't have to deal with them much but when we did they were very helpful um but you know sleeping in our own bed um that first night was like Oh, it felt so good because our things too. I don't know if any of you have had um, experience with storage. This was our first time using a storage unit for, because we moved from our house. And I, like I said, I had to have another small procedure. So we actually moved from our, our house two days before we physically had to. So we moved all of our stuff into storage and we went to the hotel so that on the day of my other medical thing, um, you know, we wouldn't like be, be in coming from coming in, living in the streets. Yeah. So we came, we went to the hospital from the hotel, but all of our things were in storage, like everything that we, no storage and our cars, like yeah. were packed to the room. So that was good, just sleeping in our own bed, but being in our house the first night, um, it felt good. And I loved the house since the day I saw it. I knew. And I, it was in my heart, and I wanted it in my stomach bad, which is probably why I stressed about it so much, because I didn't want to lose it. And um, I knew she would love it. Um, so I just was like, this is what it's going to be. And we're going to stop looking at houses. Cause <laughs> you can't keep looking at houses. But you know what? If I remember the last time we went out looking at houses, I think we were scheduled, we were going to see like, three or four that day 
one for whatever reason we couldn't we saw two and it was like eh. and then um our realtor was like in the process of scheduling the other ones and we were driving home and i was like let's just go with that oh no that wasn't what it was i asked you i was like do we need to see the other house and you was like you don't want to see it but i was like can we go with it and you was like yeah and I was like, all right. I started getting emotional. You was like, are you serious? Yeah, I said, and I was like, yes. I'm calling you. He was Man. like, no. Are, yeah. Are you? Serious? I was like, yes. We can. Let's just. That's fine. And you like, oh, we don't have to see. No, because I. Th you know what? I think that was like a Saturday, and we initially said we were gonna go that Sunday morning mm -hmm. because that's when they were having an open house, or either it was Friday or Saturday, whatever it was. I was like, nah, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. But. It, it was, I, I knew what we was going with. And uh, it, I'm really in our new home. We're going to have new memories here. Um, yeah. And I got my wife a house. So I'm, I'm happy. Um, I told her when she got her surgery, we was just joking. I said to her, if you have this surgery and get well and come through with nothing, no quirks and we ain't gotta be like don't be sickly <laughs> like i'll buy you a house <laughs> and it was just jokes like i was just joking like but look where we at now like she Hi. healthy she well and she's sitting in a new house so um i'm happy i'm happy too yep um what's your beef oh <sighs> you know as as much of a uh as much of a good mental space that um, that I'm in, you know, one thing that I'm gonna uh, that that I don't like that this is my beef, and I don't care if y'all get mad about this or not. I am so tired of having the conversation about vax, who is and who isn't, and if you should or if you shouldn't, or. And I, I'm so tired of people feeling like they got to, I mean, at this point, it's like either you are or you are. I don't know if there's any new people deciding to do it, but if you do, it's your business. It don't have to be announced and it's annoying for people to feel like, like even on like Facebook, the picture, like when people have the frame that says, I got my vaccination. Are you serious? Like, why do you have to announce that to the world? That's a personal decision that you made. And I'll tell y'all this. I don't have any conversation with anybody that I confirm or deny because it's nobody's business um, that, that, you know, I even want to participate in those conversations. It's a choice that I made, we made, and y'all know just from the beginning, you know, how my, what my feelings were about it. But even in like public spaces when people just decide they want to have the conversation about it, why? 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 Why do strangers need to know whether you did or you didn't or why you feel that you should or you shouldn't? It is your personal business. Do you tell us when you went and got a depot shot? Like It's pack mentality, though. That's I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't want to hear it anymore either, but it's pack mentality. It's, it's the thing of people accept this vaccine as the, on being on the safe side. So if I'm around people and I don't have a mask on, it's like I want to put that in the air that I'm vaxxed because it kind of puts people at ease for whatever reason. You know, whether it's right or wrong, for whatever reason they choose or have inside them, it puts them at ease. So now that's like the thing in conversation 
annoying or not, um, okay, if you ain't got no mask on or if you say you vaxxed, then I'm going to say I'm vaxxed. Or you say, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. It's like just pack mentality. It's what, you know, it's what humans do. Is it annoying? Yes, I agree with you. Um, but I'm sure that's that's the reason behind it. It's just pack mentality. People want to be a part of the group. Yeah, I get it. It's just, yeah, it's very annoying. Like, at this point, it's your decision. You've grown. And, again, like, you don't have to wave the vaccination flag. I, uh, you know, we or were, wave the non-vaccination yeah, flag. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, people started talking like, no, I, I ain't vaccinated. I had COVID. I'm fine. Like, yeah. Okay, then you start but everybody, what sickness you had. I had COVID. I had it twice. Yeah, but everybody who had it isn't fine. And some people who got vaccinated still got it. So it's really nothing that you can say to substantiate getting it or not getting it. Because again, some people have not had the vaccine and they haven't been sick or they've not had the vaccine. They had COVID and they, you know, it was mild. Some people got vaccinated and still got it. Like it's nothing you can say to substantiate getting it or not getting it at this point. Because we all know, we don't know. Like, we know that we don't know at this point. We're just going along with what we think is right and hope that it's right. But let's mute the conversation. That's just my beef. Let's um hit the beef with a little bit more. <sighs> mute the conversation. Yeah, a little bit more <laughs> demonstrative, you know. Yes. Like, like, this is my motherfucking beef out here. I don't talk yeah. like that. <laughs> um, three grams. What's your beef? Oh, I don't beef. Oh. Uh, you had no beef last week. That's because you, you zen walked. Yeah, I'm... That's good. That's good. You don't always have to have a I'm beef. I'm enjoying the smell of my new home. You don't You don't always have to have a beef. That's nope. good. Nope. Three grams. Um, Russia, you invaded Ukraine. You invaded Ukraine. <sighs> now, what if that's offensive to... It's, now, see, I don't know if that's a Russian accent or a Ukrainian accent, because they kind of sound the same. Okay. Oh, yeah. So how would you? What would your Russian accent sound like? Um, me um, want vodka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's not a laughing matter. No. Yeah. It's not a. The war isn't a laughing matter. I don't even personally know why all of a sudden they're invading the Ukraine. Like I know the Ukraine's always been small under Russia, and even when I was little, and when Russia wasn't Russia. Well, I mean, they always been Russia, but you know, but it was like the USSR, Soviet Union, yeah, Soviet yeah. Union, and all that shit. They still wanted a piece of Ukraine, but well, let, let's um, go back during even, that time. They during that time, Ukraine was a part of the Soviet Union, and then when they became Russia, it broke off. Right, and then ever since then, they they wanted them back. Right to make them not Ukraine no more. Right, because Ukraine, you you you. Uh, so what are they not going to be Ukrainian if you take back the country? They're going to be Russian. Yeah. They're still going to be Ukrainian people. I mean, they are, but it's kind of like the same that what happened with. Um, They're just living under a Russian regime, but I'm still Ukrainian. But that's it's kind of like what happened with Yugoslavia, where they broke up, where like there was the war there, and they, now it's Serbia and Croatia. It's no more Yugoslavia, so it's kind of. But it's still Yugoslavia people. Well, of course, because you know the the history people uh, are just, of it. They're going to refer to themselves, you know, as. Yugoslavians, Yugoslavians, but they're not going to say we're Serbian or we're... 
Well, see, and I, and I don't want to act like I know, you know, I like geography, but I don't want to act like I know all the logistics about the war and all that stuff. But you do have some people that will identify themselves as Serbian or as Croatian. Even though they were Yugoslavian and how Yugoslavia took from them? But, but I think Yugoslavia was made up of Serbians and Croatians, I think. So, I mean, you kind of have Right, those but when you have, like, Yugoslavia or the Ukraine, of course, you have a few generations of people who are just Ukraine. Like, that's all they know. Right. So, to take it back, it's like we're still should identify as who we are. Like, because we're not Serbian, we're not Croatian, we're Yugoslavian, or we're not Russian, we're... we're uh, were you crying? But again, if it, I and again, I don't know if it's if it's a situation where the people were at war. You might be like, I ain't one of them. You ain't one of me. I'm Serbian. You Croatian. I'm Yugoslavian. Now I will say, from as far as Russia and the Ukraine, I don't think Putin cares about what the people want to identify themselves as. The purpose is to um, be able to take advantage of the um industrialization that ukraine offers like and i don't know all the numbers but they're the third largest european country they're filled with um a natural resources petroleum um magnesium you know that kind of stuff or so that that's really what it is russia just wants to be able to, to take the elements exactly they, they it's advantageous for them to be now part of russia if russia takes over but we have to look at the downstream impact of what the war is going to do and for me the saddest part is always the innocent lives that are lost I in know. the war shout out to the ukrainian people out there um Hold your heads up. I know that sounds like weak at a time of war. But I don't know what else to say. Um, but shouts out to the Ukrainian Prayers people. out for those people, yeah. Um, the uh, second gram. The first condom for anal sex has been FDA approved. And it's a condom that is going to control infections, be less infectious for um, booty stabbing. I'm confused. The condoms that are out now... They're for vaginas. It's not for butt. Really? Yes. This is the first anal sex FDA approved condom. All the rest of them have been for vagina. So what is the difference? The well, difference well, 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 I me, just told let you. Me this just is say something on the condom that makes transferring infections from the anal cavity less infectious. The other condoms, the ribs, the magnums, the lifestyles, they didn't have this chemical on them to stop um, sex from the vagina anus. to the to the anus. These condoms do. So, okay. So, are so you, you can saying... Transfer, you can have anal sex and have, have vaginal sex without Ew. transferring. Okay. Anal. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it's the first FDA-approved anal condom. So, it's going to kill, like... Poop germs. Yeah, that would not have poop attached to them like a regular condom would. So I'll just say this. Street code or whatever you want to call it, you don't go from the butt to the vagina. That's a no-no. Yeah, but these condoms are saying you Nah, can't. I don't care. That's a no-no. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I know. I don't care. It's a good, it's a good mm -hmm. thing. 
no 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 you don't go once you go to the back you stay there i mean i ain't i ain't putting our business out there that ain't our life but if that's your life that's the rule. Once you go to the back, you stay there. You cannot come back to the front until the next session. Sorry. So I don't care what they created to kill these poop jerks. And it, that's just new chemicals and stuff. So now you're killing. Nah, it's nothing that you're going to tell me that you're going to convince me that. Let's, let's be grown up. That fecal matter. That there's some it's kind of something. chemical that's going to kill any bacteria it's from not fecal killing, It's not killing. Let's say like a lifestyle condom. You have sex anally and you pull it out and it's like poop all over it, smeared all over it. Mm -hmm. And let's say this condom has a chemical on it where say poop won't necessarily grab on it like that. And maybe it's an antibiotic already lined in the, the plastic. Like so when it gets wet, some antibiotics come out where you don't transfer infection in case poop do goes there. That's all I'm saying. I hear you. It's I gross. don't even know how to spell condom. So it's not like it's, <laughs> it's not like it's my thing. You know what I'm saying? So that's gross. That um, is really and not only that, let's think about this too, ladies. You know, that's your life, that's your business. I ain't here to tell nobody what to do. But when you think about what chemical now is being inserted into you, you know, for the safety of being able to go from the back to the front, you know, this chemical killing whatever, or stopping, preventing, what is the chemical? Like, now now it's in your butt. Maybe it's just like steroid, like z pack or something. I don't know, babe. You, I, okay. I don't know. You can, it's gonna go on for. It's just a gram. You can go on for hours. I know, but uh, just the last thing I'm gonna say. You know how, and I've heard this before, right? This is this is crazy. People who insert alcohol up their butt, or like people that do drugs and they inject in their anus, you and I've overdose. Yeah, because exactly because your body absorbs it so much quicker in your anus. So again, just thinking whatever these chemicals are. It's FDA approved, so they put it up somebody's ass before hundreds of times, maybe thousands of times before the FDA approves it. That's, oh, yeah, me because you the FDA has it. never approved anything that's killed Oh, my people. God. Next to the next gram. Woman got 41 years for serving semen-filled cupcakes to kids in her classroom. She was a teacher, and her husband was a deputy sheriff, and they uh, raped a child. Um... I don't even know if they named the child or know where the child came from, but pornography pictures of them naked with the child, weird sexual positions with the child, and then video of her um, serving cupcakes, semen-filled cupcakes to her students at school. Um, she got 41 years in prison for that. So, that's not enough time. She should never see the light of day. Um, you know, if you know me, you know I'm not a person to wish death on anybody, and I ain't going to start now. But she should never be able to enjoy any niceties of life. And this is, to me, just one of those situations when you hear and it's like, yep, the world's coming to an end. Like, people are getting sicker. Yeah. That's it's coming the, to that's, an end. I think that's the sickest shit I've ever heard. No. I won't say it's the sickest, but that it's pretty and gross. The thirty-three-year-old dad years ago who raped his four-month-old daughter. That and this. 
is probably the sickest thing I've ever heard. I mean, it's it, it's crazy. It's disgusting that you did that to kids. Like, semen filled. Like, I don't even know where you start. Like, do you put it in the batter? Is it in the icing? You know, do you put it on top of the cup? Like, do you, in, you know how people inject cupcakes with filling? Like, I don't even know where you even do that or how. It doesn't even matter. It's just one of those reminders. It's like, yeah, Jesus is on his way back. Because this world is getting crazy and crazy. think of some shit like that. Like, where your mind got to be. You don't even know who you walking down the street next to. A no. motherfucker think of some shit like that. You look, the lady in the market you that's behind you can be filling up cupcakes with semen and feeding them to kids. What I will, the, the saddest part about this story to me is the fact that um, they don't know. Because they saw the video of the, the child rape. Um or the video or pictures, they don't know who the child was. And my thing is, okay, so I, in reading this story, the lady got a plea deal because she told on her husband. Mm -hmm. But part of that should have been, she should have been required to disclose oh, who identify. is this kid. Yeah, the baby. Because now this person can be out there. I mean, I don't know how long ago it was. If they're grown now, it doesn't even matter. Like, was it a niece it or a nephew? It happened in 2019, so it's not long ago. I yeah, mean, so they're not grown, but yeah. like, was it a niece or a nephew? Is it? And I was think they student? said at the time the kid was nine. That's the set. That that's horrible. Yeah. That should have been required. The, they dropped the ball on that. The justice, like they like that ain't the only thing they dropped the ball on. If we want to talk about the justice system, but that. That should have been required for her to disclose that. It's fucked up. Sick people in the world. What's That's the, the type brand? of person they should die. That was three. Ukraine, 41-year-old, butt sex kind of. Oh, yeah, that was three. Okay. Yep. Act to the podcast, episode 59, wrapping up. Again, people, you can catch your boy International Walk and the co-hosts with the most is on. Oh, actthepodcast.com. Instagram, which is at act two underscore the podcast on Facebook, act two the podcast is the page. YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, Radio Public, and TikTok. Yep, there you go. All 10 platforms. We're gonna fucking still coming after that Apple. <laughs> um, act two the podcast, episode 59. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should.